0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin! Dear listeners, I'm very happy to know that you are on the road with me. Thank you very much. All the way from Idaho, we have Darlene West, Darlene has a bachelor's degree in English, with a writing minor in the concentration of fiction, as well as a master's in adult education. She's also the author of the book Awakened by Grace. Darlene, welcome to The Relatable Voice.
1: Thank you for having me. Thank you. So, Darlene, you were born in Queens, New York, yeah? Yes, I was born in the Queens. I'm a true New Yorker mm-hmm. in heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband says you can take New York out of the girl, you can take the girl out of New York, but you can't take New York out of the girl. <laughs> Your parents are Greek immigrants, correct? Well, actually, they're the first generation born in the United States. But um, my father lived in Greece before his mother passed away and um, their first language was greek hmm. and have you been to greece uh Darlene? oh no but i wish i could i have um it's just life has just kept me so busy i do plan to go someday i love to go i want to see my grandmother's grave and i just want to see where my family came from and it was a small town outside of athens and i just I'm really looking forward to it. It's beautiful. You have to go, Darlene.
0: I went to Greece like 25 years ago, and I think that that Greek cuisine is irresistible. And also the islands. (laughs) You have to go to the islands.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Definitely want to go to the islands. I love the sea. I grew up near the sea, of course, and I miss it right now in idaho because we're inland Mm -hmm. and i can't imagine never seeing the sea again so but we go vacation to the sea once in a while my husband and i
0: now you are living in idaho so what do you miss the most from new
1: york pizza i miss pizza <laughs> the good pizza. They don't know what pizza is here, but it was. They call it pizza, but we don't know what that is. We have to ship it from New York City to our house so that we can have a little <laughs> bit of hope. Yes. But uh, and the foliage. I miss the foliage, and I miss you know the the brisk walking in the winter for you know looking at the store windows for Christmas and stuff, all the decorations and. Rockefeller Center Tree and you know, all that. I miss I miss New York in some ways. In other ways, I love the country. Mm-hmm. I got here we're in a very small rural area here, and it's beautiful. It, everybody knows each other, and, and it's really friendly.
0: When did you start writing? Was it during the time you were living in New York, or is something you decided to
1: start in the, the last years? well i started writing actually back when i was told to write in grade school and from sixth grade on my teachers used my writing for examples and um i you know was surprised i was embarrassed when i was a little girl of course you know because they put my stories in front of everybody's and said, this is the way I wanted you to write it, you know, or this is the way it should have been done. And um, even through high school and, um, but I was always a storyteller. In fact, one day, when I was about seven years old, eight years old, my mother asked me, my sister's four years older than me first, let me let you know that and my mother asked me one day what are you going to what do you want to be when you grow up and my sister interrupted really quick and said she's going to be the biggest liar that ever lived <laughs> <laughs> because i used to love to tell tall stories you know not lies but i used to love to tell stories mm-hmm. and um i was always a storyteller but I went to college to be um, a botanist. I loved plants and the study of plants and trees. And I just love all that. I love the ecosystems too. And, um, but math and I, we just don't get along. So, um, and when I was on my, you know, journey through college, my English teachers who I, classes that I had to take, you know, they recommended that I would change my, master's um my uh I'm sorry, my major. And I changed it to English and uh, because they really enjoyed reading my stories and reading my work period, if it was a short story or if it were um uh, you know nonfiction article, they really enjoyed them. They said that darling you got a talent. So I believe it was my gift from God. So God wants us to use our gift. So I used it.
0: Absolutely. And Darlene, you wrote a book called Awakened by Grace, and I was checking it, and I see that uh, the wife of Professor Franklin, she has a tragic death, and he blames himself. Would you mind telling our listeners more
1: about your book? He was filled with anguish, and he just walks away from his family, he's got a daughter and a granddaughter and a son-in-law and he's got a brother-in-law and a sister-in-law and he just pushes them all away and removes himself from so all social interaction. But soon after the second anniversary of his wife's death, he gets an unplanned visit from his little granddaughter. He didn't even expect it, but he's left with her for five days to care for her while his daughter and his son-in-law go off on a, like a job interview for to become missionaries. Hmm. So from that point on, Maggie's faith-filled prayers are answered, are actually manifested before Franklin's eyes. And as the two experienced God-led divine appointments, Maggie encourages new people to become part of Franklin's life. And in spite of all that Franklin witnesses though, he finds it difficult to let go of his guilt and move on without his wife. Now, what Franklin is also not saved. He doesn't have Christ in his heart because God had disappointed him when he was a kid in his mind. And so he was kind of a bit of an elitist at first, but his whole family was saved. His his daughter, his wife, everybody was saved and praying for him, but he didn't want it. He thought that he knew better and everything had a, there was an answer to everything that happened. Wow, And there was a reason for everything that happened. You know, you, you mm-hmm. always thought scientifically. Wow. And why did you decide to write this book? Well, the subject of this book is about self-condemnation and chronic grief. And I used to go out street evangelizing. At this times I still evangelize when I'm out in the store, when God leads me. But when I was out and I used to go used to go to uh, mental hospitals, and I found a lot of people, Christians and non-Christians alike really have a lot of, you know, self-condemnation and guilt and feel as though they're not good enough for God, they're um they're suffering from something that grieved them really, really bad. And today, we're seeing a lot of grief here in the United States and what's going on in our country's government and people are, you know, people are really losing their jobs and they're very sad like the people on the pipeline. I heard on Christian news um, that when the people were um, fired from the pipelines, 13 people had committed suicide. So chronic grief is really a a lot for people to deal with. It doesn't have to be just a death of a loved one, but a lot of people experience a death of a loved one. And um, that's why I wrote Franklin as having a very bad situation. He loves Katie. Katie's the only girl he ever dated, the only girl he ever kissed. He'd known her since she was five years old. They grew up together and now she's gone.
0: Yeah, it's a very, very difficult situation, and he had to learn to accept the unacceptable. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
1: Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino.
0: Purchase necessary. VGW Group, void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. And, Darlene, what advice do you give to someone who lost a loved one?
1: Uh, look up to the Lord. The Lord is the only fix for any broken heart. He came to heal the broken heart. If you just, you know, encompass yourself with Christians and people who love you and, and be around. Open up your Bible because that's healing right there. Jesus wants to talk to you. And one of the ways he talks to us is through his word. So um, I would say Jesus is the way to go. Uh, You know, just look up and and just enjoy yourself in Christ Jesus. Worship him. The more you worship him, the more the pain starts to lift up. I mean, (laughs) I've lost people in my life. And. You never forget them. And but I have the joy in my heart that I'm going to see them again because they were Christians. And I know that how hard it can be. Um I lost my first son hmm. through SIDS and he was two months old. And I know that he's there in heaven for me. But then it was very difficult. It's a very hard thing to go through. And but The only way you can pull through anything, any kind of problem in life, is just engulf yourself with the Lord and and be in his word. His word is alive. If you allow it to speak to your heart, it will. So that's my advice. This was
0: an excellent advice. And Darlene, you said something that I agree. You said that writing is a gift, a talent. And I agree with you, but Albert Einstein said, I'm neither especially clever, nor especially gifted. I'm only very, very curious. So do you believe that anyone is able to reach their goals, even if they are not really talented?
1: Yes, I believe that they can reach, anybody can do anything in Christ Jesus. That's the way I look at it, because all things are possible through him that loved us. And I believe that anything that you, you know, when you really got a strong feeling in your heart, I know that's God. That's God speaking to your heart. Do it. And don't back off, back away and say, oh, I can't do that. I've never done that before. It doesn't matter. If God is calling you to do it, do it. Because he's got a plan. He knows that you can do it because he created you. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to. I mean, if you're like Einstein said, he was just curious. Well, I'm curious about people. And that's where I think I get my gift from. I watch them. Mm -hmm. I like to watch how people move and walk and talk and, you know, scratch their head. You know, Mm -hmm. I just I get interested in it. I focus on it. You know, when you got something in your heart, that's God knocking on your heart. Open the door so he can get in and help you. And he will.
0: Um, And uh, Darlene, what is the significance of the title? It's beautiful. Awakened by Grace.
1: Awakened by Grace. In other words, Franklin, I, I could have brought another woman into Franklin's life. Just like most stories, you you lose a spouse and they bring another person into your life. And that's the healing of your life. I didn't want that. I want people to know it was God's love that brought him out of it. He was awoken by God. And it was the love of Christ that had his hand on him, no matter what. And his prayers of his family were being answered at that moment, too. But his awakening was through God himself not through people or even his granddaughter i mean there was you know faith-filled prayers and she introduced him to new people but the real awakening is close to the last chapter it's, you know there's a climax there and um i don't want to give that away to you you mm-hmm. got to read it. But yeah. it god wakes him up at that moment and he realizes what he could do without his wife Mm -hmm. she's having difficulties moving on without her
0: yeah and what do you hope your readers take
1: away from this
0: book darling
1: god's love how much god loves them and no matter what they're going through it doesn't matter what you go through god is always there walking with you and he's if you don't know him i like to say get to know him because all he wants to do is give you love Because he created you. He died for you. He went to the cross for you. He forgave your sins. All you got to do is say, Lord, I love you. And I take my forgiveness. You know, they can't figure out problems for yourself, by yourself. Just going to get yourself into more of a mess. If you reach out to Christ, he'll help you with it. No matter what you're involved with. If you're getting a divorce, if you lost a loved one, if you lost a child, and I know losing a child is by far, it's horrible. I mean, you never forget it, but you can learn to move on and just cherish the moments that you had with that child. But I believe that just give God a chance. Let him love you. That's what I got to say. Just let Christ love you. Mm, It's beautiful.
0: And Darlene, what is the feedback you were having from your readers?
1: (laughs) <laughs> a lot of good ones. Um, One lady actually told me she didn't know about divine appointments. And now she could see the divine appointments when she goes around through life. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> that was really, um, that was really nice of her to tell me that um, people are learning that Christ is the way to go. And um, but my, I've had different um, reviews telling me one woman said that it was like putting a warm blanket on you and cuddling it up when you read the book. And um, I haven't had one review without somebody telling me that they couldn't wait to see the next page. They couldn't wait to turn the page to see what's going on next. And that made me feel like, you know, God, you were definitely in this to get that out like that.
0: And this book gives... Us a sense of hope. Yeah. And now during these times we are having so many people dying because of this virus, I think it's a very good time to read these kind of books.
1: Yes, and that's what I want is to people to have hope in life and know that it's not gonna be like this forever, no matter what you're going through, it's only temporary
0: yeah i agree with you completely and how can we find you darlene i want to be able to find you and our listeners okay. as well
1: <laughs> well my website is darlenewest.com real easy my name.com and um, i'm also on amazon and i'm on with and stock it's w-i-p-f and Stock S T O C K, that's my publisher. Actually, my publisher is um, Resource Publications, but they're um, an imprint of stock. So you can find me on the website there. Um, you can right on my website. You can be connected to my um, author's page on stock, right from my website. And I'm on Amazon, Kindle, and Barnes and Nobles, wherever you buy a book, you can find me.
0: Excellent. And thank you very much, Darlene. Your words are precious, and I'm just very
1: honored to have talked with you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm honored to talk to you, too. And I'm really appreciative that you had me on today.